Hello, I'm Sam Slater and I'm from Fun Calibre and today I'm with Paul Smith, Manager of Premier Defensive Growth Fund. Hello. Hello. So, how do you explain your job to your friends or someone who doesn't work in financial services? Well, most of my friends don't work in financial services, so it is something I, I regularly do. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I say that I would I make investments for people with savings, mm-hmm. and it tends to be the, the people with savings tend to be le- uh, risk-averse individuals. Okay. Uh, people that uh, would like to make a nice return, but they really don't want to lose their money. And therefore, the investments I make tend to be low-risk in nature. Okay. And what are they most likely to ask you about? Would they then ask you about your pensions, or do they ask you about Brexit a lot at the moment, or Trump, or what do they talk to you about? Um, I think... I think to be fair, uh, Brexit, there's probably some Brexit fatigue amongst my friends, mm. therefore uh, two or three years ago they may have asked me about Brexit, but, but less so uh, in, in more recent times. Um, and as far as Donald Trump's concerned, I think there's always amusing stories, but rarely a question uh, around that. So now and again, it's the pensions I get asked about, um, but uh, I, I think it's fair to say that uh, at that point I'd always advise speaking to a financial advisor rather than myself. So um, it's, it's, yeah, I, I, I don't suppose any of those questions are particularly ones that I get asked regularly. Um, Okay. But it would be about investments. <laughs> and how do you invest your own money? Do you do regular monthly payments or lump sums? And which asset class do you personally invest in? From my point of view, uh, ever since I was a very young man, I, when I received an income, uh, as, as long as I could um, live off a reasonable lifestyle off that income, then anything surplus of that I tried to save away. Mm-hmm. And so that would be done on a monthly basis. always found it best that when the salary came in, if immediately the savings left and it felt like you never had it and it, it, it therefore appears in a nice nest egg hopefully over time. Um, in my industry obviously we do get some lump sums, there are bonuses and as they come in some of those are in cash, uh, you do your best, try not, try not to spend it and to save some of it away and then some of it is also invested in my, my own funds as well so we, we have a, a similar investment from that point of view. Okay. And now on to your fund, uh, Premier Defensive Growth. As the name suggests, it's defensive in nature and aims to give a modest but positive returns in any environment, although I should stress it's not guaranteed. Um, Within that, you invest in five different themes. Can you give us a short explanation of each of those, please? Uh, I can. It's it's always very difficult to give a short explanation, I think, but uh, I I, I will do my best. Um, I guess a lot of them are sort of self-explanatory in the the names of those themes. So, for example, short-term catalyst is one of our themes and that simply means in the short term we've identified a catalyst which we think will be a driver of the investment's return mm-hmm. and we believe the market has mispriced that catalyst okay. so we, we look to do an investment to take advantage of that uh, we have other themes such as uh, defined investments which all have a fixed life and a fixed entitlement and since launch of the fund those fixed lives are, tend to be very short so on average less than two years which means you can more easily identify what can go wrong with those investments mm. which means it's a uh, a much more predictable investment type. And then you combine that with a fixed entitlement, you can calculate if those risks do occur, if things do go wrong, how much the investment would move by. So it makes the whole thing predictable or, as per the name, defined, mm-hmm. uh, and defined investments. We then have um, discount opportunities. Mm-hmm. And this is where we've identified investments trading at a discount to what the real value of those investments are. And we simply there try to remove any sort of market risk and make the whole investment about being focused on that discount. Will that discount be, rate, be rated? Will it go wider or tighter to, mm-hmm. to its actual value? Uh, we then have trading strategies, which is simply where we identify whether an investment is cheap or expensive, okay. and uh, we subsequently buy or sell the investments accordingly. Um, and then last but not least, I guess we have relative valuation, which is simply where we find uh, one investment is relatively better value than another investment. Okay. And we simply play the performance of the two against each other, and that tends to remove market risk as well. 
And you're head of fixed income and run a bond fund as well as this fund. But I understand you're not keen on the outlook for bonds at the moment and you only have two bonds in the defensive growth portfolio. As a bond investor, how do you deal with that situation and how uncomfortable does it perhaps make you feel? Um, I don't feel uncomfortable. I feel, I feel uncomfortable about the outlook for the bond market. Mm. I do think uh, the bond market is largely priced for perfection and, and not priced for changing markets. And if I've learned anything over the last couple of decades, things will always change. And therefore, the bond market is, is perhaps, um, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable in terms of the outlook for the bond market. Uh, for our Premier Corporate Bond Monthly Income Fund, we, um, we do have to invest in bonds and therefore we're just taking a more cautious stance. Right. At the moment, it's more defensive from that point of view. Within the Premier Defensive Growth Fund, we don't have to invest in bonds and therefore, as you've stated, we, we have very few holdings at the moment mm-hmm. which are bond-like. And absolute return funds didn't really do what they were supposed to do last year when stock markets fell. Many actually posted negative returns. What makes your fund different? And it's quite a teasing question because that's, that's almost tempting me to say to pick on the competition. But uh, I think, from my point of view, there are there are clear differences. A lot of um, peers within the absolute return space tend to focus on the big macro environment, on economics and politics. Mm-hmm. And this fund very much focuses on what we call the micro environment, so small issues such as um, company-specific events and investment-specific uh, news. Therefore, um, we are doing something very different. And I feel at the moment the big economic and political environment is is perhaps unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It is volatile. We know that from our own Brexit um, mm-hmm. uh, political situation. So it makes much more sense for me to be focused on the micro where I can be much more confident in getting an absolute return using those investments. And looking at your CV, your career is centred very much around low volatile investments, things that shouldn't give an investor a nasty surprise that are stable and more predictive. So a cheeky last question, do you ever wish you'd invested in something more exciting? <laughs> um, it's, it's a very good question. I think um, perhaps there's probably a few schools of thoughts around this. I I am... Um, I've done well at what I do mm-hmm. at the Lotus Investment and I've generally called markets reasonably well. We've won lots of awards, etc. So we've done well at what we do over the last couple of decades. And therefore, to it is tempting to say if we could have taken more risk, maybe we would have got a higher return given we were performing well. Of course, there is always uh, the argument that perhaps I am just good at low risk investments. Mm-hmm. And if I, if I therefore was suddenly given an emerging market equity portfolio or something much higher risk that... Um, uh, I wouldn't be able to deliver the same sort of risk-adjusted returns that I can from a low-risk portfolio. So I'm probably uh, safe saying I'm a, I'm a good low-risk manager and I'm happy to stay that way. Okay. <laughs> thank you very much for your time. That was great. No, thank you very much. I'm Sam Slater, and if you'd like to listen to more of our podcast, please subscribe to Fun Calibre.